Hey, everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank. And I'm Dan. And uh, coming up on today's episode, uh, we're going to be talking about... Scooby-Doo. No. Oh, okay. Mormons. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Uh, how they've, you know, they acknowledge their history and they, they're, they're yeah, and they're, it's, it's their history and they're, but they're not really talking about it. We're gonna, they, they have it hidden nicely. On, we're gonna get into the mystery machine, <laughs> and we're gonna unmask <laughs> the, the Mormons. Is, the Mormons are a giant mystery machine. Yeah. Uh. So. Uh, so yeah, that's that's I'm, coming up on the second half. I'm sticking with the Scooby Doo thing. That's yeah, what that's we're doing. Little, I don't. I don't know. They fully. <laughs> Fully can go there with you, Dan, but that's okay. Like wow, Frank. Romans. <laughs> <laughs> he. Oh my goodness. That was that, there. You go. Yeah. No, it was really good. <laughs> it was really good. Oh, so stupid. I wish I had sound effects to play. Right. Because I know I know a couple. They're right, right in my head right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that sort of beamy sound where like the 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 magic beam rays from. Uh huh. Yeah. Sort of you know, thing. that one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then there's like a. Boy, yo, yo, ying, sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah, a, yeah, yeah. a lot of good. I, what, what, what noise? Whenever he got a Scooby snack, wasn't there a noise? Wasn't there a? Uh, I, I don't. Oh, I don't know. Oh, maybe not. But there was always that. He was always very excited. There, there was also the the standard sort of Hanna Barbera sound of running away, which was this. Waka, 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 which yeah. was like this. <laughs> and then they would. And it was like. No running has ever in the history of the world sounded like this, but yeah. to people of our generation, we yeah. know what running sounds yeah. like. And it sounds like ridiculous. It sounds <laughs> There's definitely some coconuts being clapped <laughs> yes. together. I, who knows what that was? The in weirdest an echo thing in the world. Anyway, uh, so yeah, now you have no idea what we're going to be talking about by the end yeah. of the show, but yeah. we will talk about it and it'll be interesting. And, and yes, indeed. we insist upon it. Indeed. Right. Um, I will start. Oh, okay. Uh, I have uh, in front of me a story. Okay, so this started to unfold kind of last week. Um, <clears throat> it's some interesting journalism by the Arkansas Times um, about Arkansas legislator, um, how, uh, State Representative Justin Harris. Okay. Who is a dumpy little man who kind of looks like a lesbian, but that's not the point of the story. Okay, well, glad you brought those details in. I was just looking at his picture, and I was just like, you know what? Are you saying that lesbians are dumpy looking? Some lesbians are dumpy looking, but more what I'm saying is that dumpy looking, if like sort of feminine featured men, frequently look like lesbians. (laughs) I don't (laughs) Oh. We piss off our lesbian <laughs> listeners so often. I, you guys, you know we if love we you, right? If we have any left, it's a, it's a you know small that we love you, right? Point. I really, I'm, I'm far more fond of. I, I love, I love my lesbians. Well, I mean, your sister's lesbian. Yeah, and a whole, and so is her partner. And a whole, so right, that's yeah. interesting, right? My sister's dating <laughs> yeah. a lesbian. That's really weird. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I have a whole passel of lesbian friends. I, but what is a group of lesbians called? Uh, uh, a gaggle? No, that's, that's that's the gays. That's the gays. It's a it's a it's a a murder. <laughs> a murder of lesbians. A dump. Oh, <laughs> oh. going back. No, to it's being a murder mean. of crows and a dump of. Is it dump a group? No, no. I was just <laughs> going back to them being dumpy, but they're not. <laughs> Actually, some of my most beautiful friends are lesbians. So mm. there you go. And I have some dumpy lesbian friends. So it doesn't mean, I mean, it's just, it's, they run the gamut is the point. 
There are lesbians of all sh- shapes and sizes. Yeah, but they're rarely in the middle. <laughs> what do you mean? They're either dumpy or drop dead gorgeous. No, just, there there are plenty of plenty middle, middle. Plenty of no, middle. I'm just. I like lesbians to be extreme. <laughs> if we in want, my, in my mind, we like our lesbians extreme here at TGIA. <laughs> I don't know how you guys like your lesbians. We don't like no half-assed, middle-of-the-road lesbians. I, I prefer to see my world through uh, stereotypes. Yeah, it's so much easier. It's it's way easier. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So anyway, back to your story of the dumpy legislator. Uh, okay, so the lesbian legislator uh, Justin Harris <laughs> and his wife. Uh, so these two, they're oh, they are uh, they are peaches. They uh, own. They were owners of a um, uh, preschool, a Christian preschool called Growing God's Kingdom Preschool. Uh, right. That's that's not as material to the story, but it's an interesting background fact when you learn that they adopted two little girls. They already had oh, some okay. boys, uh, some that they had, you know, grown or- themselves organically. Okay, uh, and then they adopted these two little girls. Okay, fine. Good. Well, I like when people adopt. Yeah, kids. it's nice. Kids need home need homes, even if they're crazy Christians. Great. All right. Well, cool. unfortunately, the girls themselves had some very serious mental problems. Okay. Uh, some attachment disorders, which can be common in oh. children who lose their parents or whatever. Yeah, I, I imagine. Um, and the Harrises were not equipped to deal with this, I guess, because they kept them for less than two years and then, quote, rehomed them. <gasps> they gave them away. Uh, oh. To some friends of the family. They regifted them. They regifted them. <laughs> Seems like a wrong thing to do. Uh, they they gave them away, um, and then uh, and then continued to keep the checks that were giving that they were getting from the state uh, from DHS, uh, Department of Human Services. Oh my god! To take care of me. them. Um, Harris now says that he went to DHS and was saying, "Hey, uh, you know, please help me with this because." Um, uh, the you know these girls are out of control. Okay. Um, apparently they were pretty pretty rough. I mean every now and then, but these these parents you gotta know that they were idiots. Apparently the boys sometimes would sleep with the parents. Okay. With the door kind of like locked so that the girls couldn't get in. They were terrified oh, of these girls. No. They were terrified of these girls to the point where they actually talked about demon possession and their. Yeah, they deny it, but uh, uh, people close to them have said that they did exorcisms on these girls. Oh no, and so all sorts of stuff. Was this an actual adoption, or were they foster parents? No, they had adopted the girls. You can get money for adopting. I don't know. I don't know how. I it thought works. that's more like sort of the foster system. I thought once you adopt, they're they're yours, and you just fucking take care of them. But anyway, there anyway, you go. they say that it says maybe, that they were adopted. I mean, maybe, maybe it's a deal that you get when you when you take on problem kids or something. Maybe. Huh. Um, but they claim that they were misled about how severe the the issues were. And the state's the return policy was too strict. <laughs> it, you know what? If, it passed yeah, if, the ninety days. Yeah, if you keep them for more than ninety, and you you know if you don't have well, that receipt, and the pro- they refused to get that extended warranty. You know, it's really. I mean, with with That's, children, especially. Buy, you know, it, because it's good for a year, right? You know, uh, or if they just bought with their American Express card, that extends it for one year. <laughs> You just got to be savvy about these sorts of things. Children are not something you fuck around with. Anyway. Uh, or Costco. Um, they should have 
should have done, gone through Costco. Yeah, so they, so they just <laughs> gave them to this other family. Unfortunately, uh, the other the the husband of the other family has now been convicted of molesting one of the girls oh, and is God. in jail. Uh, so I'm yeah, sure that they, calmed her down. They put them into a really great home. They found a really good home for these girls. Uh, it's. I, it's all just sort of shocking to me. Like the entire, uh, the entire thing is just. You mean shocking that uh, anybody could think that this is in any way right? That they could have. Anything... That they could have thought that this was okay. Like yeah. these people thought that it was okay to just give away these two children. Yeah. And when and when they were confronted yeah. on it, they said that they uh, you, that no one has the right to judge them, uh, <laughs> and that no one has the right. That's uh, that's only for God. That's God, for God. Can, God can judge us. You're not allowed to. Right. Media. And right. now. And now everybody. National media. And now, yeah, the world. Yeah. Uh, what, they, about, what about his uh, his constituents? Do they get to judge him? I, I, do, they, do they get to decide whether they want an, uh, an amoral I sure uh, as hell hope that they get to judge him. Uh, because that, that person uh, needs to be not voted for ever yeah, again. Yeah. It's kind of <clears throat> horrifying. They, uh, they, at one point, there are reports that they kept the really problematic girl locked in a room with a camera, so they would monitor her from other rooms, but they wouldn't let her out. That, that, that's a, to me, that's therapeutically valid. If you need, if you've got a problem girl who needs help, what you do, oh, also, the re, one of the reasons that they kept her split up from her sister was because they believed that they were telepathically linked through their demons <laughs> so so you know <clears throat> well they see they don't understand how uh telepathy works right because it, uh, it, you, well demonic telepathy can't go through doors i no, think it's a well-known fact real? that oh. demons can't do telepathy okay. through doors okay uh, because I'm pretty sure that Deanna Troy could, like, <laughs> she could sense. You got like, a trick. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, that. who cares where that transmission was coming from? She could tell what was going on. Captain, I don't trust these girls. Yeah, yeah. I um, <laughs> you know, That one needs to be put in that one, and right. that one needs to go over there. I'm pretty sure that if both girls are looking into a mirror at the same time, then they can... <laughs> do it that through that like it goes and then they can they can actually connect oh, that way it's so weird it's spooky yeah. oh it's oh. spooky oh i just got the chills uh, their attorney uh the the harris's attorney jennifer wells said in a statement that exorcisms and telepathy are not part of the harris's religious practice so they're claiming that none of this is true uh oh. the arkansas uh the is it the times is that what i said it was I don't uh, times I don't know. Uh, have cited several sources of people around them who, who uh, seem to know what's going on, <laughs> and saying, "Well, it may not be part of their practice, but they were doing it." Right? It may not yeah. be part of the group they belong to. There's a picture of them. Oh, oh, okay. I see what you're talking about. <laughs> what do you see, Frank? I see a lesbian. <laughs> I see. It's one of those faces where you can he clearly can't grow a beard if he, even if he wanted to and, and I don't know. And he's a little pudgy and so it rounds out the the features. Well wears ill-fitting suits and stuff. Oh no. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Oh my goodness. Uh, uh anyway, well. regardless of whether he's a man or just a, a lesbian pretending to be a man, uh he's, it's all very yeah. he's clearly a terrible parent. A bad parent. 
bad parent and not a great legislator. I'm just going to go out and come out and say no one who's who is willing to just sort of throw away a couple kids. And we don't we don't need to know his legislative record to say that. Mm -mm. No, no. No. Not someone you want in a state house making laws for you. Yeah, not exactly. All right. Well, uh, while we're in sort of uh, the neck of the, that neck of the woods, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to go over to Oklahoma. Oh, sure, right next door, and I, right next door, and uh, actually, we're sticking with uh, state legislatures. It's kind of a, a, a theme. theme here. Sure, yeah. Um, Oklahoma, their state house has passed a bill to abolish marriage licenses. In the state of Oklahoma. (laughs) They do not want their county clerks having to issue same-sex marriage licenses. Well, I think they've solved the problem. And this did not just squeak by. This bill passed 67 to 24. It must go to the Senate, of course, the state Uh Senate, for uh, consideration before it can become a law. And then, of course, it has to go over to to the governor to be signed. But at a margin of 67 to 24, if the Senate holds a similar vote, which I I mean, they'll probably come up with kind of a similar ratio. They're probably they're. They're veto-proof here, no, folks. No, here's the so question. Like, this lo- the, so what they want to do... Okay, wait. Ask your question, then I'll... Okay. I, okay, first of all, I've got lots of questions here, okay, so maybe you have, should just go on, and okay. I'll, and I'll, I'll see okay. if you answer anything. So then. here's what uh, Representative Todd Russ, uh, a Republican... Oh, good. I was going to ask what, from, re- what from, Representative Russ had to say about from, it. From Cordell, mm-hmm. uh, or from Cordell... I bet it's cordial. Um, The point of my legislation is to take the state out of the process and leave marriage in the hands of the clergy. Marriage was historically a religious covenant first and a government-recognized contract second. Under my bill, the state is not allowing or disallowing same-sex marriage. It is simply leaving it up to the clergy. Uh-huh. <laughs> I do smell out a few problems okay. off the bat. What are your problems? What are your problems? And maybe we'll I'll, I'll have the answer. It occurs to me uh-huh. that marriage is a thing everywhere else in the country. Yeah. So And it has legal implications. Right. So what does that mean? In, like, I mean, so people will... Uh, will uh, all previously issued marriage licenses be invalidated? No. Will will new people who want to get married have any legal recognition from the state? So, yes, there will be legal recognition from the state. The way that this would work is that the clergy would be the ones who decide whether or not a couple um, can marry. Can marry. Okay. Okay. And basically, the idea of like a marriage license wouldn't really be a thing anymore. But whatever sort of cert- there would be like a marriage certificate that would then need to be taken back to the county clerk who would file it. Okay. So the the state would be keeping the records, but the churches would be basically issuing the license, even though it sounds like the license is kind of is going away. Granted, I'm not a legal scholar. Right. And, I, and I, I don't I don't know the ins and outs of such things, but that that was sort of after reading this article was 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 my sense of how 
they're suggesting that it would work. Now, the <laughs> issue here, um, and, and I don't know if this has sprung to mind yet, uh, what is an atheist in the state of Oklahoma to do right. if they have to go and find some clergy yeah. to issue a this, license? This now, was... of course, you get the, the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster up and running. Sure. But you're, you're adding this step this for the layer. atheist, this, this extra layer that, that shouldn't exist. You should be able to just go down to your government and say, hey, we have made the following commitment to each other legally. This union is, is, a, is a legal one. Right. It, or it qualifies to be a legal one. Right. Uh, give us the papers, blah, blah, blah. Thank you. Right. Yeah. Where Andrea and I went to get married in Colorado, we didn't even need an officiant. We just uh, signed the papers. It's just a vending machine, right? Yeah, but just... yeah, literally. It just spits it out. It takes your photo if you want yeah. it. You have to pay the extra dollar. Right, we, right, right. We opted out. Done. Easy. Uh, I I think, here's what I'm going to do in Oklahoma. Okay. I'm going to get my uh, my, relig- my my credentials from one of the you know crazy churches online that'll just credential you up as a minister. And then I'm going to start marrying people against their will. <laughs> If it's, how do you marry somebody against their I'm will? I'm going to start a religion where I get to choose who's married and who isn't in my religion. <laughs> and, 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 and oh, so, so you're starting a cult. I'm start, I'm, starting. Yeah, I'm going to start up yeah. a cult. Yeah. Okay. And then I'm just going to start marrying people to each other and then filing that with the state. <laughs> I'm going to marry all of these legislators to other people. I don't care if, they already, if they're already married to somebody. I'm going to tell them that they're married to somebody else, too. Smart. Well done. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I think that'd be fun. Uh, some... Uh, uh, Democratic lawmakers mm. have. Um, Don't tell um, me they object. They object. Oh, um, why? They, they, they're they're seeing some problems. Um, one uh, problem is that because well, the clergy could just uh, you know go be all about polygamy. Yeah, or doesn't really care about you know first cousins right. marrying. Or uh, or what I do, I marry people against their will. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm doing it. I'm going to Oklahoma and I'm doing it. Um, yeah. So it, it, it's it's basically also uh, something that's been pointed out with this is when the Supreme Court rules uh, on the issue of marriage equality in no. the United States, uh, yeah, people are kind of figuring. The, the tide is going toward gay marriage in this country that the Supreme Court is just going to come out and be like, it's the law of the land. Right. Okay. You got it. This, this, is, this is just where everybody's mind is. Um, so the legislators, are, some are pointing out, however, they are the Democrats, they're not the Republicans. Um, they're, they're pointing out that um, you do realize that if, if the Supreme Court actually... <laughs> says no the state laws banning gay marriage and upholding only man woman marriage those those laws are actually legal and it's fine and we're going back to how things were if the supreme court said that oklahoma actually would have opened up the pandora's box and if a clergy says hey it's a-okay for this gay couple to get married then oklahoma, gay marriage would be legal in oklahoma right right whereas yeah whereas if the if in all these other hateful states, it would be totally It'd banned. Be shut still. back down. Yeah. <laughs> Oklahoma, you know, I'd be like, woo, free for all. And then, yeah. That's pretty funny. Yeah. So, I like that. So, you know, Oklahoma. There you go. Bunch of weirdos. <laughs> hey. That's <laughs> no, true. Present company 
included. <laughs> Dad, you're uh, so funny. I'm going round the world. <gasps> To yes. uh, to New Zealand, okay. uh, a, an astute listener sent this in to us. Um, there is a community in uh, in New Zealand apparently called the uh, Cooperites. Is that uh, it? where is okay. it? Where to go? Cooperites. That's what you said earlier. Yeah, the Cooperites. Okay. Uh, uh, and they apparently have a very interesting um, uh, little thing that they have going on. The headline that the, in the New, New Zealand Herald. Is family of fourteen walks out on Gloria Vale religious commune. Um, when but when you see the picture, it looks like family of fourteen walks out of Little House on the Prairie. <laughs> uh, okay. Girls in in long dresses and bonnets, boys in hats, and everybody matches. They're all blue. Do they dress kind of like Utah polygamists? Mm, no, I would similar? say I would say it's more like uh, old pioneery style. Really? Yeah, here I'll okay, show okay. you. I'll, I'll show you the picture. I, wanna, I need to see this. Oh, yeah, it's like bonnets and shit. These, these yeah, no, that's totally different than I was imagining. No, okay, this, yeah, literally. If you think if if you saw a little house on the prairie when you were a kid, like uh, like we did, yeah. uh, you you know what to think of. Yeah. So apparently, it's this little. It's it's it, you know, it's one of these intense sort of. Amish style cults. I don't know cult. I don't. I hate that word. Everybody uses it. Why? Because so... you grew up in one. <laughs> Some people believe that I did. I don't think it means what what anybody thinks it means. Anyway, it's 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 a religious commune. It's very intense. Uh, there is no birth control, which accounts for the fourteen people in this family. I oh, assume okay. a parent and twelve children. So no birth control and a lot of sex. Well, yeah. Okay. Um, so th- this family has or fin- at least fourteen times. Uh, this is nice. The family has actually walked out and uh, and into the open arms of a community that has welcomed them and and really rallied around them. So they got out of their cult and, and they landed another. Well. No, they landed in just a community that was nice in uh, in. Uh, uh, South Canterbury is that where? Oh, they let's see. Their their bonnets are uh, a more pleasant color. <laughs> well, it's instead a, of that horrid pink color, their bonnets are a, a, a gentle yellow. A fair, yes, a lovely, a lovely <laughs> butter uh, color. No, um, in just I mean they just went to the city, right? So they went to okay. a town, um, and when word got around that these people had had left this this church, yeah. But had nothing. They had nothing. So they uh so suddenly people are giving to them. And so the the, the community's given given them donated a shit ton of clothing because all they've got is weirdo clothes. And they uh they gave them food and they've given them a lot of stuff. They so they, they didn't even need to start a GoFundMe. Everybody just started pouring. They just did it. Yeah, everybody just started started wow. an outpouring of help. GoFundMe. So does that work? Do people get funded? Uh-huh. What do they do? Things like this? Yeah. Hey, I just left a, a strange cult and had to wear funny clothes. Uh-huh. Can you help me buy some new clothes? Uh-huh. Sure. Interesting. That'll happen. Huh. Uh, so, so yeah, there you go. I mean, uh, they, the, the family has asked for privacy from the media. They, uh, they're, trying right. to, they're just trying to do this. But Yeah, we should try to get them on the show. <laughs> I'm going to hound them until they come on. Because... Because fuck your privacy. <laughs> I want to know. I want to know more. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, all they're asking for real for help now is uh, just getting uh, their dad a job. Oh, does he have skills outside of a commune? He, he ran a self-sufficient dairy farm for twenty years. Oh, sounds like he could. He yeah, he's useful. Something tells me in New Zealand you can find work as a dairy farmer. Yeah, yeah, or some kind of farmer. Yeah. Anyway, I mean that's yeah, that's possible. Yeah. Hmm. So there you go. Apparently, this uh, this the Cooperites were founded by uh, Neville Cooper, um, also known as Hopeful Christian. Uh, uh, a, oh. a bit on the nose, if you ask me, Neville. <laughs> a little too hopeful. As a uh, as a as as. <laughs> As a cult leader, sort of nom de plume, uh, hopeful mm. Christian seems a bit on the nose. Oh, yeah. Um, anyway, uh, he was Maybe apparently... Maybe ironic. Maybe he wasn't. He was apparently convicted of sexual abuse in 1994 and spent 11 months in prison. And then, uh, according <sighs> to his picture, he spent 12 more months uh, in the balcony of a theater as one of the grumpy old Muppets. Because he looks like <laughs> Settler and Waldorf. <laughs> uh, he's got the cheeks for it. Anyway, he? yeah, he's yeah. all jowls. He's like 70% jowl. Uh, <laughs> anyway, there you go. All right. Well, I want to I return home to the United States. Okay. Uh, with a story uh, about, the, about a, uh, a Lapan Apache mm. uh, uh, tribe member who... Uh, goodness gracious it was like 12 years ago or something like that um he had his um his some eagle feathers confiscated uh by the u.s government oh dear um because he was using them uh in well he was using them in a religious um setting sure right? it was he was at a powwow as you do and uh he had 42 eagle feathers in his regalia, right? His, he had this one of these wonder, you know, big, uh, wonderful headdress thingies yeah. and all the capes and whatnot. So there were 42 eagle feathers. Sure. Um, and um, apparently, uh, they, the, the Lapan Apaches are allowed to possess eagle feathers okay. okay because there's okay maybe we should back up a little bit there's this you know it's illegal in this country to possess sort of pieces of endangered animals oh right like wow eagles you cannot have eagle feathers or talons or anything like that because it would promote the hunting of uh oh. those those animals by people who know that there's a market for those those items right so what you're saying is i should give back that rhino head that i've got <laughs> if you have it from before a certain date okay i'm grandfather okay in. i'm grandfather and in. you do not uh move it across state lines okay you're fine okay I'm good. okay i don't know what that date is but i, I do know that that's a thing <laughs> okay uh and this was nine years ago right that this happened it was in 2006 um so but the in the but the, the Indians are allowed to, to have are it. allowed to. There's an exemption because uh, they have religious significance for them, um, and uh, as the, part of the, their the, their the, traditional uh, religious ceremonies. Right, and all of that well predates even white folks being here. Oh yeah, 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 so. yeah, yeah, yeah. This this at least acknowledges the fact that they, you know, um, were here first. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
uh, we're going to take over your land and also, uh, hey, enough with the eagles already. Yeah. We're, you're done. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know that religious your 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 religion that you practiced for yeah. however many hundreds thousands of years. Yeah, you can't do yeah, that anymore. Can't do that anymore. Well, so hey, what, like, have you guys thought about like a pigeon feather? You can do <laughs> pigeons all day long. Pigeons are fine. Now, what's interesting about the Lapan Apaches is that they are not federally recognized, but they are recognized by the state of Texas. Huh? And it is legal for them to possess feathers. Okay. Uh, eagle feathers. Uh, however, it is not legal for them to use them in religious ceremonies. What? <laughs> what? Because I guess they don't have that federal recognition as a tribe. So he's not viewed at, because he's a member of that <laughs> tribe and not a member of some other tribe that is federally recognized. He's not recognized as someone who has the right to have his feathers. Oh my God. That he would use while dancing at a powwow. Wow. And why the fuck the, 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 the so, that's the place <laughs> where the fed, where the feds decide to go to start enforcing, um, you know, that, that c- ceremonial feather you have on, right. sir, here at this powwow. Yeah. Uh, like that, that seems like the place, the last place you would be. You think you'd be at like, I don't know, collectors, pawn shops or whatever. It it all seems a bit odd. It all seems very, very, very strange. Yeah, it really, really, really does. So anyway, um, he was the 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 government has returned the feathers to him. Oh, that's nice. Um, After nine years of fighting in court. But don't you dance with them. (laughs) Boy, you better you, you get these feathers back. Don't you go dancing with them, though. You do it again, we're going to have to take him again. Uh, I know. But um I do think it's I do think it's interesting. You know, we 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 do grant the Native Americans uh a lot of leeway. But if you're the wrong kind that we don't recognize, yeah, then uh no. Boy, talk about just getting bureaucratic <laughs> on the all over their Oh yeah. their, their asses. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, and I look mean, at this guy. If he was if he was one of those guys who claims to be, you know, one thirty-second uh, Cherokee? No. Then I get it. No, 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 not this guy. But he loves America. Oops. Oh my God! Yeah, he's got he's got the the red stripes on one side of his shirt <laughs> and the blue and white stars on the other side of his shirt, and he's, uh, he's got an American uh, flag pin on his uh, on his little shawl thing. Yeah. Um, A distinct lack of feathers, though. I think the whole thing would do better with feathers. Well, he has feathers in his hand. He's oh, yeah. holding feathers. Oh, there he is. Yeah, right? there are the feathers. And he's putting them in some sort of little pot thing. Stew. He's making feather stew. No, he's not, Dan. Um, <laughs> it's a traditional dish. <laughs> it's delicious. I don't know if you've tried it. Eagle feather stew. Uh, any, anyway, the whole thing was paid for <clears throat> by the Beckett Fund for Religious Freedom. Uh, and... Uh, oh. Do you, does, does that ring a bell? The Beckett no. Fund? No. Samuel Beckett, the playwright? Uh, yeah, the same. Yeah, that's the guy. Uh, no, they were uh, heavily involved in the Hobby Lobby case. Oh, uh, okay. Well, there you go. I mean, it's like, uh, <laughs> at very least, we know that the Feather Patrol is working. Right. They're they're on the case. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I don't know. What, I, I don't know where to go with any of this. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess I mean, 
the the what I find interesting is the fact that we allow a lot of re- like exemption, like religious exemptions for things in general. Yeah, uh, and you know when it comes to the Native Americans, I'm I'm definitely very leery of of uh, saying that you know religious exemptions are bad in particular for them because I do think that you know oh I don't I mean. It's not even a thinking. There was a horrible genocide atrocity. Yeah. I mean, the words, words fail me to describe what we actually did to the native Americans. Yeah. And so, uh, so cutting so them a little bit of slack, them a little feels, slack seems just fine. Feels okay. It feels, feels <laughs> just fine. And so I'm, 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 I'm a okay with, with this. Hmm. Um, even though it's, it's sort of a thing that I'm like, oh, why do they get to do it? Yeah. Well, they could do it because they, we killed everybody that they, everybody else. Uh, indeed. Not that I was going to say their ancestors, but clearly we didn't kill their ancestors. Yeah. Well, <laughs> maybe after they had the kids. Oh, they, oh yeah, yeah. That's possible. Um, I am going to take us uh, around the world to uh, both the Netherlands and China. Um, they're in the same place, right? V- neighbors. In fact. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, in the Netherlands, there was uh, a, muse- a, muse- a museum at, called Drent's Museum um, that had this Chinese artifact that is a little a, 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 a cute statue of a Buddha, or what you would assume is a statue of a Buddha, you know, okay. cross-legged position, uh, a person looking down. <clears throat> it is not, in fact, uh, the statue. Uh, it's and it's not little. It's 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 pretty large. It's human-sized. Okay. Um, this they were did they were doing some research on it and uh you know studying it a little bit and they discovered something interesting about this particular one. Okay. Um, they did a scan of it and discovered uh that it has a skeleton inside of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because this is no ordinary statue. This there's a monk in there. What? There is a, 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 well. So this is a full size, this is a human sized right. statue. Right. Okay. Uh, but what and pose is he in? Like, what is he doing? Sitting in lotus position. Okay. Hands on his, on his, uh, on his legs. Wow. Sort of looking down. And there's okay. an actual people in there. Actually, well, no, actually, he's just in deep meditation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, uh, one hates to horrify further, but I'm gonna. Uh, you want to say deep meditation. The theory now, the running theory that the scientists have is that this is uh, a monk whose name uh, was something like Li Quan. Okay. Liu Quan. Okay. Um, and they they think he may have done a, a process called self mummification. Oh no! In order to become a quote living Buddha. Oh no! Um, this is practiced mainly in Japan, or was practiced mainly in Japan. Uh, here's the here's the process as it's described in uh, Discovery dot com. Okay. Uh, I, I'm not comfortable with it. Uh, they follow a strict, uh, a monk is required to follow a strict 1,000 day diet of nut and s- nuts and seeds in order to strip the body of fat. Okay. A diet of bark and roots would follow for another 1,000 days. Okay. At the end of this period, the monk begins drinking a poisonous tea 
made from the sap of the Japanese varnish tree, normally used to lacquer bowls and plates. Okay. The tea caused profuse vomiting, as well as rapid loss of body fluids, possibly (gasps) making the body too poisonous to be eaten by bacteria and insects. Oh my god. Uh, A living skeleton, the monk was then placed in a stone tomb, barely larger than his body, which was equipped with an air tube and a bell. Never moving from the lotus position, the monk would ring the bell each day to let those outside know that he was still alive. When the bell stopped ringing, the monk would be presumed dead, and the air tube would be removed and the tomb sealed. Oh my god. Then after another thousand days, the tomb would be opened to check whether the monk had been successfully mummified. (laughs) Ta-da! And apparently of the hundreds of monks that tried this process, only a few dozen actually became self-mummified. So it only worked a few times, but then they were revered as a Buddha. Well, because, I mean, it's hard to become a Buddha. It's not easy. They it's can't, not. They can't make it an easy process. No. no. If it's so just like getting your black belt in karate or something, then anybody could do it. This and is 4,000 days total? Uh-huh, something like that. But 3,000 before you're dead. Right. Yeah. And 2,000. 2,000? Before you're dead. Well, I thought it was... Okay. 1,000 nuts and seeds, 1,000 bark and roots, and then you just you drink your poison... But and the you poison go, you're still alive for another thousand, right? No, the poison you're 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 put into your uh, you, you drink the poison you and then you barf go, and you barf and you barf and then you go into and your, then you go into your thing into your uh, box or whatever. Okay, okay, okay. <sighs> so two thousand days. Hmm. This so is like oh, this is an almost seven year process. Like, <laughs> like how how wait what would this be? Oh, I don't even want to think here, about here. it. Two thousand. Um, Divided by 365. I know, but I'm just trying to get my calculator. My <laughs> oh, okay. To work. Come it's on. all very tricky. There we go. Clear that. 2,000 divided 5. by 3. 5.47 years. 5.5, five and a half years. Five and a half years. It takes to, uh, to just to get through the berry and bark stages, or the, the, the nuts and bark st- different stages. Uh, this all seems very bad. Really the, gross. This this statue is oh, it's so almost wait, wait, wait. a thousand years old. So I have a question. Yeah. So obviously, you would be able to tell if your if your statue was a mummy looking at it. So they've covered it up with something. No, it's a statue. So they've 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 literally overlaid it. That's what I'm saying. They covered with the, a the metal mummy. with like a metal statue. So you don't see a person. Oh, it's not like it's like a. I thought was, I was thinking like a clay something. Oh no, no 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 no! I'm sorry. I, oh. I, I should have described it. It's a bronze statue, sort of. No thing. way. So there's no reason you would assume that there's actually a person inside of that. No. You look at it. The rattling. Except, except for the, except for the the muffled screams. <laughs> <laughs> the bell. He's still ringing his little bell. I woke up from my deep <laughs> meditation. I'm fine. Please don't put me in the statue. <laughs> it's uh, it's. Uh, I, I oh, find it all horrifying. Horrible. Uh, I uh, just yeah, absolutely horrible. I tend to think so. Okay, so this we don't know for sure that this was. Yeah, it's in the Netherlands now. It's from China. So. What's the Netherlands doing with the damn thing? I don't know. I mean, they're studying it a lot more. They found that inside of the casing, there's a the the little fabric that he's sitting on. He's on rolled up a rolled up cloth, 
and uh, and there are Chinese characters written in black ink mentioning the name of the guy. That's how they know who this guy is. Oh, um, but nobody's revering him as a Buddha. Um, if he's in the Netherlands, well, are people <laughs> revering him? Well, I mean, they say that they they say that uh, the name is of a venerable monk. So I guess they know. I guess the Chinese still know of him. Oh, okay. Um, huh, right. you know, the Chinese are all like Taoists now. They're not even, yeah. China, they're not yeah, even Buddhists yeah, anymore. They yeah. don't give a fuck. <laughs> Crazy. All right. Well, um, I have, uh, one more story I'd like to, to get to. Please do. Um, this is, uh, do you know, have you ever listened to NPR? Are you familiar with NPR? Oh, I know the NPR. NPR, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, one, one of the, one of their greats. We should sound more like NPR. No. Oh, okay. One of their greats, uh, Diane Ream. Oh, yeah. Love her. Um, hard she, to listen to, but I love her. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, she is hard to listen to. But um, she is, um, she kind of got a, got in a little bit of trouble, I guess you could say. Oh, no, Diane. Uh, yeah. Um, because she has taken up the cause of um, uh, right right to die oh yeah um, sure die with dignity yeah right? that, that whole argument of uh um she's an advocate for uh doctor assisted suicide right um i i did not realize that um her her husband passed away last year yeah um and he was suffering from parkinson's and uh so when when his doctor wouldn't help in his suffering he uh stopped eating and drinking Right. Oh, I do remember something okay. about this. So she, it, it even uh, further um, solidified her opinion on the topic. Mm. Uh, she was already f- for it, but now she's become a, a vocal, um, she's become vocal and outspoken uh, on the issue of, of right to die. Well, she has started uh, attending a series of fundraising dinners mm. for um, some right to die groups uh the main one being one called uh compassion and choices oh and uh but npr is concerned uh because as a journalist and as a prominent npr figure um she is helping them raise money yeah uh which is big no-no if you're in the journalism field you're not supposed to oh go out and uh i mean you're supposed to be neutral right and npr well you can have opinions well you just don't bring them into your journalism and she she does have opinions and they actually talked about that as a as a talk show host uh one of the ways that she achieves transparency with her audience and it aids her in her interviewing and in her particular interviewing style is uh, that she does say what her opinions are right. on topics, and she challenges people um, with her her own position. Yeah, she doesn't do it like fully like the way the way like Fox News would do it, which is like I'm right and you're wrong. So let me show you how wrong you are. Right. So state your position, and I'll tell you why you're wrong. Right. Uh, however, uh, it is a violation of ethical standards um, for a. Uh, media news media outlet that uh pretends to be uh politically neutral mm. um and uh yeah so well, she's, she's she's backing off on that 
Um, however, they they are fine. They, they've they've said we're absolutely fine with her being um, vocal on this issue. She just cannot be raising money. Okay, um, that's an interesting place to draw the line. I'm oh, not- I, I I I I completely I get it. Um, because if she were, uh, let's say she were doing a show on the topic, right? Uh, as a fundraiser, uh, there's some. She's a little compromised. There's some, yeah, yeah, a little conflict of interest, maybe. Um, and uh, it's okay for her to have her views. It's not okay for her to be uh, a spokesperson, basically, for an organization that has yeah. such yeah. political views. I mean, we talked about this this idea the other the other week when we talked about how Canada has made has made it yeah has made it legal right uh i just don't understand i mean i get it's just religion it's such a non-controversial topic it really should be a non-controversial topic it should topic. there shouldn't be any controversy whatsoever it's it's the person i mean if, it, no one's be, trying to legalize killing anybody else right this is not euthanasia no this, this is, is this is not putting someone down <laughs> this is the person saying the, I'm I'm sick. I'm in pain. I'm in pain. I'm done. Um, my life, the 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 the, the good, <laughs> any good from my life is done. Yeah. At this point, I don't want to go through whatever this thing is that I'm going to go through. Yeah. And for her husband to have to starve himself to death. Can you imagine the discipline? Jesus Christ! Like that's that's a hell of a way to go. <laughs> Somebody couldn't buy that man a gun. Well. It's a little cleaner, that's and, why. Yeah, well. And it's a, there's, there's something less suicide-y about it. You know yeah. what I mean? It, it's, you're making a statement when you starve yourself to death. You sure are. Um, there, there's, uh, you're right, though. I mean, you add in the layer of the discipline that's required, and there's almost something respectable about it there's something there's something you very know, i see there's something admirable about right. about it whereas if he had just killed himself in one of the more conventional ways you then, know then people could dismiss him as just what a, a cop out or whatever yeah. yeah no but instead he was in his right mind he made a decision and he had the discipline to follow, follow through Yikes. with it yeah that's a that's that's some potent stuff right there yep so that's uh <clears throat> that's diane ream for you She's God, a, she's a classy lady. She sure I'm looking is. at this picture of her. Oh, she she looks Ugh. amazing. Yeah. I want to go that on white the, hair. One of I want white cruises hair like with that. her. I actually want the 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 also the old lady quaff. <laughs> you do? I don't want just the white hair. I just want old lady white hair. We're going to start a GoFundMe to help Franklin <laughs> become one of the golden girls. <laughs> which which golden girl do you want to be, Frank? Oh, as far as hair it would be Sophia. Okay. Right. She didn't. She just had that like helmet of white hair, right? Make Frank Sophia. Go to gold, <laughs> GoFundMe.com slash Make Frank Sophia. But B uh, Arthur, just with my build, anything, whatever looked good on B Arthur would probably look better on me. <laughs> she was a very, she was a a handsome woman, wasn't she? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god uh, i'm going betty white all the way well betty white's a good choice i'm, I'm going She's always betty white's always a good choice yeah you can't go wrong what about rue mccallahan no fuck rue mccallahan <laughs> fuck her and that was a pretty good pull that's the one name out of all of those <laughs> that, that's that you're probably not gonna just yeah because estelle getty she had her own thing going i, I went for the character's name instead right, of right i i will say this about rue mcclanahan for my entire childhood i thought her name was ruma 
<laughs> really? Ruma Clanahan. Clanahan. Okay. I, I mean, I was a kid. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, if you have any uh, any advice for how to turn Frank into an old lady, you can do. You can help us find out by writing to us at podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you can always leave us a voicemail. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash atheist. Or you can search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge. We encourage you to do so. And uh, that's a it's a closed group. Nobody meaning, nobody will know that you're an atheist just by your presence in this group. Exactly. But it does mean that you have to request to join the group. Right. And I have to uh, look at all of your pictures. Absolutely. Or whatever I look at. <laughs> Okay. Uh, so yes, um, we're gonna we're gonna take our break now and listen to um, this guy. I it's just his personal vlog, and I was like, we, there's no reason to play some dingbat's personal vlog, except for the fact that this guy is the guy that was going around uh, trying to get hateful cakes made in bakeries. Oh, it's 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 hate cake man, hate cake Nate, hate cake Nate. Is his name Nate? It's Theodore. Would, oh, damn. <laughs> That's the same as Nate, though. <laughs> uh, Theodore Schubat uh, has some very important uh, things that you need to know about homosexuals. I love it when people tell me, uh, I don't see gay people beheading others. Why are you fighting against gay people? I don't see gays decapitating people. Um, yeah. They are gay people beheading others. It's something called ISIS. ISIS consists of many homosexuals. Some of their top leaders are homosexual. And uh, there is also something called uh, a serial killer. And if you look at the major serial killers in American history, yeah, uh, homosexual. Uh, look up Jeffrey Dahmer if you want an example of that. And that leads me to a very controversial news topic that happened today. And that is Charlotte's, uh, Charlotte, North Carolina, uh, on the way or on the, right now they're in the process of voting whether or not they're going to allow genderless bathrooms, bathrooms that are limitless in regards to gender. There is no male bathroom, female bathroom. There is bathroom for whoever wants to go in there. So if you're a man and you're like one of those freaks who say, I'm a woman in a man's body. And all of a sudden you are to be objectively viewed as a woman. Then according to this new bill that want that these fags want to pass, you will be allowed to go into the woman's bathroom. The homosexuals want to go into a woman's bathroom so they can molest little boys. That's what this is about. They want to molest children. They want to do some peeping Tom stuff on women, on women in the bathroom. They want to be perverts, in other words. Don't tell me that these lunatics want to go into a woman's bathroom because they think they're actually women. <laughs> well, this, I I don't even know where to start. I think this poor boy is confused. I don't think he knows anything I, about any of the topics that he's just brought up. Like nothing. Well, nothing. I, I just I I do like the notion that gay men want to go into women's bathrooms to peep 
on, first of all, to prey on little boys. In the women's restroom. Because of all the little boys in the l- women's restroom. And I then, assume if they're in the women's restroom, <laughs> they're there because their mother is there with them. Yeah, they have an adult supervising them if there's a little boy in so the women's restroom. So if there restroom. is a, uh, I mean, I take offense at the whole... You know, or take ex- exception because I mean he, he, I can't even be offended by this guy. He's so dumb. But I, I take exception with with the the idea that it's gay men who are doing the molesting. But well, if there was a molester on the loose, this child has a parent there. Right. He, that that man should be going into the men's restroom to be looking for the little boys. For the little boys. For the unaccompanied. For the unaccompanied. This is a very very dumb molester <laughs> that he's or, talking about. Or there's the other thing of the gay man going to do to to peep on the women that doesn't make any sense oh shut up frank you know you like to peep on the girls well you're a girl peeper. it does make for the best peeping <laughs> oh no. no i don't even know awful I, there's there's so much goodness in that like well, isis then, being the, full of gay people full of gay people which but they're not killing and they're not beheading in the name of gayness yeah uh-huh. right i mean that's that's not that's not what they're up to you don't know if that's what they were up to then he would okay well you kind of have a point there dude i guess but like that's not what they're doing and to pull out jeffrey dahmer as his lone example of 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 a gay serial killer one example of all the i mean it just proves you know one example proves that all gay all serial serial killers are gay i can't I mean, even I talk anymore why are we even talking about he's, this guy because he's, he's, he's turned just my, so stupid he's turned my brain into mush. I, i'm kind of upset that we're giving him even a little bit of a platform on our show oh we're not we're just laughing at him it's <laughs> i don't okay. even want people to know who this idiot is well they don't he's the gay cake nate date <laughs> date rape rape nate cake cake hey theodore Anyway, uh, we had some folks write into us, uh, which is a nice thing that they do sometimes uh, when they want us to know something. Mm, thank you. Uh, so I will uh, I will read some of that. Uh, uh, Kelsey wrote in and said, hi, Frank and Dan. Uh, in the latest podcast episode, the one before uh, the best of that Frank just did. OK, um, we ta- you guys talked about what to do when approached by a more by Mormon or other missionaries. Uh, you know how religious folks always hope that in, that even if a missionary can't convert whoever they attract or interact with, uh, that their interactions with non-members will leave some sort of positive long-term impact? Well, I feel the same way about missionary interactions with atheists. They want to convert us, but all I'm hoping for is that something I say or something about me will stick in their brain and give them something to think about, Ooh, even if it yeah. means that they never leave their religion. Ding, 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 ding. Well done. She says, my baby sister uh, is on an LDS mission right now in Puerto Rico, and I think a lot about about the people that she interacts with. I know that she's there to convert. Like you guys said, missionaries have mouths, not ears. But I do sincerely hope that if and when she stumbles across a non-believer, that person will be kind to her and maybe, just maybe, get her to think about life uh, slash her religion slash whatever in a new way. Yes, 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 and yes. Yeah. Kelsey, so, you have your head screwed on right. You're absolutely right. Um, and and I, I will say that, that I can think back to specific instances on my mission of people saying certain things to me and challenging my worldview that uh, were um, definitely a part of my thought process in and around. Seeds uh, planted uh-huh. that grew within you? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yep, yep. I, for sure. I, I so, think so. Y- you're right. It does work both ways. 
I think it's a it, very it's an opportunity. I think it's a very interesting thing. I don't think that it's the best idea necessarily to challenge and Bible bash them and no. debate them. No, and, and those were not the moments that that uh, that really led to that. It was people who were cha- who I remember one specifically of somebody who was challenging sort of the 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 uselessness of of trying to convert people mm. right that's what he was pointing out he was like you would do far more good in the world if you actually you know well he he pointed to this like homeless guy and was like if you went over and bought him a pack of cigarettes that's <laughs> more good than you're doing trying to convert somebody to your religion we have plenty of religion here <laughs> i'm like like, oh, okay. You're like, I should give homeless people lung cancer? That's better? <laughs> he's saying, but you know what I mean. But he's saying, yeah. He's saying if, if that that's better. offered a little bit of what you're joy. Doing. And, you know, I mean, it's Italy in the 90s, and they probably still are all smokers. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The, the looking down on it, it wasn't doesn't exactly resonate the same way to an American ear. Right. Uh, as somebody, you know. But, but understanding the culture and, and what he was saying. Um, yeah. Yeah. There you go. I think I think that there's a I think there's a place for for all kinds of interaction, but it is interesting. If you can if you can plant seeds, man. If if you can be nice and, 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 and be a, a good be clearly a good person right. and and then also uh believe what you believe, you're gonna bake their noodle. Yeah. And remember, I mean I mean it's clear that they are young um and inexperienced and uh yeah, it's the perfect time, you know. They're 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 out thinking about these things. They're th- right. they're they're spending two years of their life uh, when they're really only supposed to be thinking about religious matters. Yeah, you give them something to think about yeah. along those lines because they they might spend the time on it. Yeah, their worldview is not completely solidified yet. Right, not necessarily. I mean, for some of them, it is. But you don't know which ones. That's right, for sure. Indeed, you don't. Thanks for writing in, Kelsey. Uh, Let's see. Sam wrote in. He said, hi, Frank and Dan. This is Sam from Kenya again. Oh, uh, he's He's written in a couple times, I yeah. think. Uh, earlier this year, I wrote to you guys about some Islam-inspired violence in my country. The show keeps getting better, and so do some of our situations. Oh, good. Well, I hope oh. your situations are getting yeah. better. Okay. Uh, before I get to the reason for writing, I'd quickly like to update you a bit on some advice you gave me in passing last time I wrote. I did get myself a way to obtain passage to leave Kenya and, drumroll, emigrate to the U.S. Fantastic. If I were religious, I would thank God, but now I know better. <laughs> uh, my gratitude is toward the two of you for giving me a kick on the backside, which led me to some inquiry. And thanks to a great lawyer and my mom, I can get emancipated. Well, that's amazing. Wow. There you go. Okay. Well, welcome to our country, I guess. Yeah. Uh what advice did we give, Dan, that led to that? <laughs> I can't imagine what we would have said that would have led to that. Uh, but but uh, hopefully that's a but, good but, thing that we inspired you to do. Yeah, I mean... Unknowingly. T- taking action to um, do something that you may have been thinking about yeah. that's you know going to bring positive change in your life potentially. Yeah. Um, that's a good thing. So congratulations, Sam. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, congratulations on that. Uh, welcome to our fucked up country instead of your <laughs> fucked up country. Um, he says, a suggestion I have for the show and peace... Please feel free not to implement this. Well, I will. It's my show, so I will feel free to implement whatever the fuck I want to. Oh, but I will take. Damn. I will listen to your suggestion, Sam. Oh, he says okay. I was thinking that you could use the platform and its increasing wide range to call on the people 
to participate in how they can uh, in how they can to drive legislation since that is the only tool that a pro- proper democracy has an emerging uh, uh, or an encouraging call to participate in voting online petitions and any other way that someone can influence direct change uh he says he says i find that people good people can do much good with a little sensible encouragement yeah well, I'm not sure that we have the power to inspire anybody to do it, but if we could get you out of Kenya, which apparently is something good and something that you wanted so good, right? Uh, then maybe we can help somebody. So, yes, everyone, please pick some things that are important to you and get out there and do a thing about it. <laughs> Even if it is signing an online petition or yeah. start an online petition. See what Although, you can be get careful to. with the online petitions. Yeah, they tend to not be. All they do is email you. For years, yeah. After you sign one of them, yeah. So, yeah, don't. I had to shut down a whole email account because of an online petition. <laughs> Be gentle with your <laughs> online petitions, everyone. But uh, but do get involved. That's, yes, that, that's and, and sign the ones you believe in. That's the official TGIA policy. Yeah, is you get involved, and Absolutely. we won't tell you uh, necessarily with what to get involved. Nah, but do it. Um, we have some some some, some new uh, donors to thank. Tis true. Um, I've got a few, and you've got a few. Uh-huh. Uh, do, do you want? I'll, I'll go first. Okay. Uh, Willow is now a new subscriber on PayPal, uh, so thank you very much, uh, Willow. We got a one-time donation from. Uh, there's a person name attached to this somewhere, I think. Um, but it's all I've got is. Uh, a non-person name, so I'm not oh. going to say that non-person name, but it's 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 just a one-time <laughs> donation. It says, hi there, Frank and Dan. Only a small one-time donation, but I will hopefully be able to give more eventually. I love what you do. You are my most listened-to podcast, and I enjoy every second. So thank you, oh, thank you. very much for that. Uh, and yeah. also, Matt is now a a one-time subscriber. Or wow. no, no, sorry, a subscriber, a, a monthly subscriber. Fantastic. What have you got? Well, I had uh, our Joyride, Joyride uh, campaign. Um, I had two people okay. um, sign up. Um, we have Hannah and we have Cody. Oh, okay. Uh, Hannah so and that Cody. means that the women are now up to 16 and the men are 21. Okay. Assuming uh, that Cody's a guy. Only. Only having two uh, two people. Yeah, we're we're at uh, two ninety eight a month, so we're almost at our three hundred. Well, almost we're three fifty is the is our first goal. Yeah, um, and uh, so we're getting there, and, and uh, you know every every uh, um, little bit helps, and uh, so whatever you're able to, you know, willing to pledge every month is. Uh, yeah, this would be remarkable. Weekend, yeah, you know? uh, but so if you want to be part of this again, the the, the girls are trying to beat the boys out here. Uh, get on that. Yeah. Um, go to thankgodimatheist.com, Click on the Joyride button on the uh, right hand side of the of the screen. Yeah, and and become a su- supporter. We're almost to that first goal. Yeah. So that puts the women at sixteen. And the minute 21. Did I say that already? You did say that already. Oh, okay. But that's good that, to reiterate. <laughs> Ladies. <laughs> I knew I said that there was one and one, but I couldn't remember if I said the. Ladies, you're not yeah. pulling your weight. You know what it is? It's we've, I, we've, we've, uh, we've uh, pissed off all the lesbians, so they're not going to donate. Oh, so of course we would have, and probably made the gay men happy. Uh, <laughs> delighted in the, in, the, in the fun that's being poked. But lesbians rise above it. <laughs> 
Because you know we love you. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh. We are we are not uh we I don't think we're good at this. We're Dan. not good people. We're not good at raising money. We're we're failing on all counts. But if but, you, but you know the reasons the reason why we are running a campaign um is because you know this is something that we would like to be able to focus more time on. This and this as podcast the, you on mean. the podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and you know right now um you know, like I've got, I've got my job. You've got the things that you do. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and those take up a lot of time. And if, if this was, um, an additional source of, of, of income of actual income. Yeah. Yeah. It would be, um, obviously a lot easier now. Um, that threshold, if you look at the joy rag campaign, we say we're not going to be taking any more money, uh, for ourselves until we hit the next level, I think. Right. Um, and so this money that we're raising right now is really going toward, um, improving, um, our recording equipment, right? Uh, the st- sort of, you know, we have these microphones that we got pretty much at the beginning of the thing. Initially we were using borrowed microphones, right? And then we bought some microphones, um, with the, the money that we raised early on. The mic stands that we're using are mic falling apart, are falling apart. One's, we th- we one's threw already, one away. Yeah. One's already dead. Um, and, uh, and so what we're looking to do is just get a little bit, uh, not really even a professional setup. We're not, you know, aspiring for like yeah, a professional we're, we're, studio. We're here. not going for we're, clear channel here. Yeah. <laughs> we're just going for, uh, for good. We're just going to, to just the next level up, uh, with microphones and stands and hopefully some, some, some chairs that aren't, uh, you know, awful. <laughs> and, pain, and that break my, during the show. Mildly painful to sit on. Yeah. I mean, my, my lower back doesn't feel too hot right now. No, mine neither. So, okay. um, so that, that's what we're working on right now. And that's why we're doing it. You can go to thank God I'm atheist.com and, uh, click on the, uh, Joyride uh, banner and that'll take you to the campaign page. And then you can see the different rewards that we're offering, the levels and, uh, so forth and so on. And there's no pressure to do it, but if you don't, then you're a jerk. <laughs> Also a great fundraising tactic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The guilt thing. Uh, that's for our, our, our Mormon oh, we, and Je- yeah. Jewish listeners or something. I don't well, know. And maybe Catholic. And you, you were, you, you seem, you're very good at, at the guilt thing. <laughs> I'm so good at it. Yeah. You, you, everybody. You really should go work for NPR. During, every, during everybody's going to respond really well to that. But those guys are the masters of it. They, well, are. they make you feel like dirt. They just sure do. For not, for not helping out. But anyway. Yeah. I'll tell you one thing, though. Unlike NPR, uh-huh. unlike your local NPR station, if you donate to us, we will not pester you for the rest of your goddamned <laughs> life. Every single time you turn around, you're getting a fucking letter. You're getting a little card. You're getting a thing in the email. You're getting it's just leave me the fuck alone. I want yeah. I gave you money. Yeah. I, like, yeah. yeah, you gave them money so they could afford to pester you yeah all my donations now to have to be uh i i'm anonymously donating oh really yeah because i because fuck you stop leave me alone huh you don't want your name read out over over the air no but i mean i i mean i would be fine with that i just don't want them to i just don't want the 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 mail it's like it's like suddenly the the mafia is after me or something. <laughs> oh, it's yeah, it's just terrible. Yeah, it's yeah. just like having the mafia after you. Kind the of NPR, sort of. Ugh. Anyway, should we uh, move along? Yeah, let's move along. Uh, the Mormons uh, are are a dominant religion in our culture here in the Utah. Mm. Here, here in yeah. the fine, the great state of Utah. That's true. The pretty great state. 
Uh, pretty comma great straight yeah that comma is pretty important that was our that was our state motto for a hot second <laughs> pretty pretty weak pretty weak sauce there utah <laughs> um anyway um mormons uh are are an interesting bunch of people and you and i having grown up lds we we knew the stories oh yeah of, of the history inside out actually. um Meaning, for instance, the origin story, the most important story of Mormonism is that of one young Joseph Smith mm. who uh, who was uh, who, you know, there's all these stories about how he prayed in his uh, in his room and a dude appeared to him. He prayed. He went and prayed. Eventually, he went and prayed in a sacred grove. That was the first vision. And he he knelt down and was uh, was visited by personages yes god and jesus mm-hmm. or somebody uh-huh. is that who it was god the father yes and, and his son jesus christ right uh so that's a pretty important origin story that's pretty damn important well the problem is that there are, as we may have talked about on this show before long ago there's more than one uh, version of that story from joseph's mouth from him from his damn self yes uh so either his memory was a little on the squirrely side <laughs> uh so yeah in one, in one of the versions there was only one figure right and in one I'm, version he was 16 and in one version he was 14 yeah um, maybe it happened twice <laughs> maybe, maybe. maybe he had the first vision twice yes the first vision 2.0 redux <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, for the longest time, we never heard word one about any of that shit. <laughs> there were no controversies involving the, uh, uh, the the stories that we heard as children growing yeah, up in the church. Yeah. Uh, the, the church members didn't know anything more than just the no. official story. Right. But now they're coming out with all these director's cuts. Right. Yes. That's they, exactly as, what as, it is. As is usually the case, the director's cut just isn't as good. It's not as good, but it does show you more. <laughs> you see a lot more. And you get, as is the case with many director's cuts, you get confused. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. That happens yeah. a lot. Um, the the Mormon church now has, and we've reported on this, so uh, you are our longtime listeners have heard many of these things. They, they've got these essays that they've posted on LDS.org. Yes. That are essays about things like the first vision and the varying accounts of the first vision. Right. Or things like uh, how the Mormons Blacks and the priests used to view black people and how they view them now uh-huh. and uh, what their view is on uh, different races and that sort of thing. Right. Or polygamy or, the, you know, there's a whole shit ton of different things that, that they've now acknowledged in their history. Right. That were things that only, you know, back in the 70s and 80s and before nobody knew this stuff right there was like seven historians going wait what and that was all the only people who knew it right right, right. and those seven historians six of them got excommunicated from the church yeah uh so so the question so you know when these uh essays started coming out uh, part of the impetus is clearly because uh, there's a there's an an, an internet now, <laughs> and the Mormons are able to go onto that internet and find out all of this stuff. Yeah, uh, which which until now was dismissed as anti-Mormon propaganda. Right. Uh, of course, that's not true. 
Right. Of course, it's not true that there are all of these differing accounts of the right. first vision from Joseph Smith himself, because that's something that was made up by people who hate us. Right. But no. Yeah. That doesn't really work anymore as uh, an explanation. Right. When and you can actually like... Look at source mm-hmm. material and yep. all that sort of thing. Yep. Here's the thing. Um, so, so it seems like the church is now acknowledging all of this stuff. Yeah, but but, but what's interesting is... Yeah, they they um they put these essays out and they put them on on that website, yeah. lds.org. Uh and each time that they did, you know, people like Peggy Fletcher Stack at the Salt Lake Tribune would write an article that had happened and they're sort of in a certain level or a certain strata of the blogosphere. Um all of us, you know, people would be talking about them. Mm. But what wasn't happening is the the like nobody nobody was reading these over the pulpit bishops were not like they weren't sent these essays no they weren't told to like you know they they weren't accompanied you know they a they weren't sent but they also like i mean you could conceivably you could have sent them out and had like educational materials and lesson suggestions and yeah. blah 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 that would have accompanied them which the mormon church topics. does that the mormon church like if they want some if they want one person to learn it they want everybody to learn it and they right. send out like every every church in the world right gets the same lesson exactly and so that did not happen mm. um there has been no revision of any of the uh, church educational materials that start to inch their way toward the, you know, dealing with these these difficult parts of their history. Right. Um, As a matter of fact, if you talk to a rank-and-file Mormon, uh, just mm, your average Joe, yep. even here in Utah, and yeah. maybe especially here in Utah, and you ask them about these things— I, it's a good bet they're not going to know that these essays even exist. Right. So uh, the church-owned newspaper, unlike the Salt Lake Tribune, did not cover it or, or covered it gently. Really? Really? I think so. That's amazing. Well, this is, this is telling. Uh, this is in a, an article uh, on the Salt Lake Tribune. Uh, by Peggy Fletcher, Fletcher Stack, um, and but it was uh, picked up by a whole bunch of yeah. Other... It, it went to all sorts of places. Washington Post is where I've mm-hmm. got it. Um, she says that uh, there was a, uh, and this is anecdotal, but it's it's telling. Um, a recent panel discussion at, at um, you know Brigham Young University, which is an LD, LDS owned, yeah, um, and about a third of the audience, um, there were b- of about eighty students. Um, had neither read nor heard of the race essay in right. particular. Um, and, you know, I mean, these are kids who are, they're sort of in the thick of it. Like BYU, if you're going to know about it, you should it know should, about it. You should know about it at BYU. It should yeah. be being talked about heavily at BYU. They're all required to take religion classes. Exactly. Right. Um, and there was another statistic um, about. Um, just, or, or it was uh, something talking about how the members were sort of um, that there was a large portion of the members who who said that these were clearly just documents released by the PR office of the church and therefore not terribly important to the for the day to day. None of these none of these uh, are signed by heads of the church exactly, which is also kind of telling about like their place in 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 sort of the 
what would you call it? The canon right. of, uh, of Mormon Here's the writings. thing. You and I have said this before, but what you may not understand about Mormon culture is that what's happened here is that the Mormon church has released these things to satiate and satisfy outsiders. Yeah. But they don't necessarily want to rock the boat with the people who are in the in-group with right. their own people. And their own people, you know, people... Eh, any our age and a little bit younger and anyone older than us right. were raised on very, very specific stories right. uh, and, 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 and truths right. that are no longer true. <laughs> and uh, You mean the pioneer children didn't just sing while they walked and walked and walked? <laughs> that's, a, that's a kid's song <laughs> that the Mormons uh, sing. Uh, there's so many uh, issues. Um that the, these essays bring up. And I think the Mormon, I, I, so this is, this is just an interesting crossroads for Mormonism where, uh, they're trying to acknowledge the, the rest of the world and yet trying to keep their own people in their bubbles. I yeah. don't know. I, I, I think this is probably a common problem among the religious. Hmm. When, what bubbles do you burst and what bubbles do you leave uh, bubbling? Well, I mean, and, and what you're always going to have is a discussion um, amongst certain aspects, you know, parts of the group that, you know, they, they really don't care about the history mm. in, in, a, in a certain way. Because it's, this, this is a question of faith. Yeah. Right? I mean, it always gets turned into a question of faith. Yes. You know, um, you either have faith in, in Joseph Smith that, or, or you have faith that Joseph Smith, you know, did what the official account of the church says he did. Right. Or you don't have faith that he did. Right. Right. Um, and uh, the, the, the particulars of it, who really cares? As long as the church is here and we and all it, go to church every Sunday and, and we it all says have nice our, things. our little happy feelings and yeah. And the general message of the church is, is positive. Yeah. And nice. Then it's fine. Then it's fine. Yeah. It's good. Uh, which is a, uh, which is hard to argue around. It's hard to get your brain. Well, if, if, like, if, if all somebody wants is to sit there and have blind faith and in, nice in feelings something and nice feelings, you're never going to get through to them. No, that that's not, that's not the person you're, you're going to get. It's so but weird. It's if, just, if people like to, you know, live their life based in reality, then yeah, then, then, then you might have a little bit of a, you know, some, some common ground somewhere where you yeah. can start having a conversation. But if all they want is just to, yeah, have blind faith. Nope. No way. It's, it's not going to happen. Yeah. 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 I just feel like, uh, this whole, this whole thing, it's like watching. Yeah. It's watching somebody who has told a lie for a long time. <laughs> squirm <laughs> as they try and figure out like when, cause the rest of the world's been like, Hey, wait a minute. And they're just like, oh, oh wait, I mean, um, yeah, I, I, I don't, um, excuse me, I don't have any recollection of that. I, I, that's, that um, should be the official. I'm sorry, I don't have, I don't, I do not recall. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Take the, uh, the, who was that? That was, wasn't that Bill Clinton's stance? I do yeah, not recall. Yeah. It was everybody's stance. It's, it's, it's yeah. Just stop recalling. Stop remembering no, no, no. things. Bill Clinton wasn't that. He flat out denied. He said, right. I did not have sex right. with that woman. Oh, it, maybe it was George H.W. Maybe. That does not recall. 
or was it or was it Reagan? There were there's a lot. Oh, it was, it was the Reagan administration. That's right. It was the Iran Contra. Right, right. It was that was, that's like Oliver North. Right. That's who we're talking about. Yeah. I do not recall. Yeah. Yeah. That's we it. we do not recall a lot of things. Apparently, apparently Frank. we don't even recall who said I don't recall. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Iran Contra. Oh. What a great what a great uh, scandal that was. <laughs> Takes me back. Does it does indeed? <laughs> um, I just, so so here we are. Uh, we've got religion um, doing what religion does best, which is cherry picking the good and uh, trying to leave out the bad. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know that much will come of this. People are leaving the church uh, quite quickly. There, there, there are some definite holes uh, yeah, where people I, are pouring out. I would love to see real numbers on that. Well, you can't. I know. That sucks. <laughs> There's no such thing. I want like some self-reporting something at least. Well, there where may people be, go and they just, you know. <laughs> there may be another heiress report that comes out soon or something like that. Momo no mo. Yeah, or something. <laughs> um so so yeah, if you guys have anything you'd like to chime in about, if you if you know of, I'd like to hear about other religions and their the sort of the difference between what the religion itself says and what the culture does, mm. because that's what this is about, right? This is about what the rank and file uh, living in their bubble versus uh, <laughs> what what the church itself says when they think they might get a, someone elected to the presidency of the United States. Right. Well, yeah. As well as other things. Yeah. Uh, if you'd like to chime in, you can write to us at podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you can call our phone number and leave a voicemail. It's uh, That's 424-666-8442. Right. Go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist. Or you can search on Facebook for TGIA Members Only Lounge. Right. And that's 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 fun. It's a closed it's, group. It's very loungy. Um, <laughs> the drinks are reasonably priced. And, uh, yeah. And, uh, I, w- I went in there the other day, and apparently I caused quite the little uh, hullabaloo. I didn't realize anything was going to happen. <laughs> Uh, because I just happened to like comment on something, and then there was this whole thread, of and somebody had, like photoshopped my head onto like somebody wearing a members only jacket, and I, was, I I tried to like take a selfie of me in my own members only jacket, um, just to be like, well I'll one up you, but. I but you failed. Oh, I didn't like. I didn't like how I looked. Oh, okay. I couldn't get the photo to come out right. I don't like selfies. How I do like I miss this? Already, like, <clears throat> it always puts my arm and there's something. My chin ends up looking weird. Oh well. And so I was gonna set up a whole like self-portrait like setup uh-huh. with like my DSLR and like stage little thing. And then I was like, I was like, no, that's a lot of work. Now you have to do it. <laughs> Now you've said it on the air. Now you have to do it. Everybody, go to Facebook.com. Look up the Members Only Lounge. We'll let you in and then find Frank's picture that I'm now telling you will be there. So he has to do it. (laughs) No, I don't. I don't have to do anything, Dan. He's totally doing it. I don't have to do a good goddamn thing, Dan. All right. uh, There's also our Facebook, or I'm sorry, our website, thankgodimatheist.com. You can go there. That's, you'll find the Joyride campaign. Oh, yeah. Go to, go to that. Uh, Donate to us. Uh, the girls are catching up to the boys. But not very quickly. But not very quickly. And, of course, uh, thanks to Mackenzie for all of her help on Facebook. Oh, and thanks to the Red Rock Hot Club for the, the lovely music that you guys hear every time we play. And thank you, dear listener, for listening. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye.